Welcome back to the Bug and a Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual, my name's Whitney. And we would like to come together and wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Heart Day. Happy Heart Day. Happy Love Day. Happy Pink and Red Day and White Day. Pink, Red, and White. Yep, that's the official colors. <laughs> the official <laughs> colors of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Do they celebrate Valentine's Day in other countries? Isn't it based on, like, St. Valentine? Valentine? Yeah, so probably. I think so. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it's more of, like, a fun tradition, not really. So I doubt every place does, but... Do you know what else is a fun tradition? What? Me telling a story and telling you how far away it is from where we are. If we were to start driving right now. Okay, let's go. Pack your bags. Pack your bags. Nope, you have to live with the clothes that you're in right now. Could we survive? Maybe. I'm in shorts and a crew neck and i have a blanket well it's warm there if we were to start driving right now Mm. it would take us 30 hours to get there that's not bad or by other routes if we were to take a train it would take us two days and three hours according to google Maps. yeah but that takes the scenic route which is lovely it'd be real nice one train all the way there oh i don't know that (laughs) i'm just going by what google maps says if you if you could drive a train straight there (laughs) if i could drive a train there we wouldn't make it (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is a mess. Yeah. Also, okay, if there's one thing we know about this podcast. No, if there's one thing we know about you and I in general, it's that I'm the one that's worse at geography. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's true. So, a uh, Whitney today, I was so like focused on a job. I was with my apprentice and I said, "Okay, how many crickets does Pablo need? And she's like, six. And I'm like, okay, how many crickets does Harry need? And she says, one. And I said, okay, can you take this container and go get... And she gives seven crickets. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I was like, you need eight. What if one jumps out? I couldn't count. I couldn't add six and one this morning. Why didn't you get eight in case one escaped? That's not how it works. Why did you ever give him an extra? Like extra half of one. It's for being good. Only when I'm lazy, but don't tell anybody. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ask you some questions. I want to see if you know the things that I don't know. So, my question is, where in the country do you think Arizona is? It is uh, southwest. West? West? I thought you said west. <laughs> it is southwest. Now, I was thinking of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's like straight below us. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, it won't be that far. Okay, so I definitely am better at geography then. Yes, that's okay. why I started this whole part <laughs> out by saying. Yes, so um, Arizona, which is the location of today's topic yeah of today's episode okay that i will be telling you about is on the that south may or may not keep us up at night it might actually okay literally okay does it have to do with valentine's day mm-hmm. valentine's day trivia for you how do you spell phoenix p h e n i o x no P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Oh, I knew, I knew there was like a, I knew all those letters were in there. So, when. Phionix. Phionix, right? Like, hooked on. Phionix. or Pahonix. No, because Phonics is P-H-O. This is P-H-O. But there's no E. P-H-O-E. No, there's no E in Phonics, is there? I, I don't know at this point. 
<laughs> God, we're dumb. <laughs> so Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Listeners, is- email us and tell us how dumb you think we are. <laughs> All right, so Phoenix. 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 Arizona. Yes. Is this about the Phoenix Lights? No. Do you know what that is? No. Is Area 51 oh, that's in Nevada? Oh my or New God, Mexico? Whitney. You don't know about the. You don't. Jeez, you don't know about a lot of stuff, huh? You didn't know about. All I have time to do is fill my head with medical things, okay? I don't have time for anything. Oh, but I learned this, like, way before we. Okay. Uh, continue. What's, what's your story that takes place in Phoenix? What's it about? So, no, today, um, what I'd like to talk to you about is. Uh, uh, it's murder, but it also involves a bit of a twist. A twist. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what that is until we get to that part of the story because I think it makes it more interesting. Okay. But today is a murder. 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 Say it with us, everybody. Murder. Murder. One, two, three. Murder. <laughs> anyway, to today's episode is about murder. Murder. In Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have trouble saying it now because I want to say it wrong, <laughs> but I'm going to say it right. So. Um, we're going to back up a little bit before when our story takes place and introduce you to two of our main characters. Okay. I love this. Scott Falater, F-A-L-A-T-E-R, and Yarmila Kluskin, K-L-E-S-K-E-N. Scott and Armilla? Yarmila. Yarmila. Well, it's Y-A-R-M-I-L-A. I guess it's Yarmila. Might be Armilla. I don't know if that's... Okay. Silent. Anyway. When you spell stuff, I can't picture it in my head. Because you spell it too fast, so I don't. I have no idea. K. I meant the first name. Thank you. S. K. Kluskin. I got that. E. N. Kluskin. Can you use that in a sentence, please? (laughs) What is the word? I was Kluskin those eggs in my. (laughs) (laughs) Run to a chicken. Oh, like clucking? Clucking? I guess. I don't know. You're Mella. Y-A-R-M-I-L-A. Yeah, probably Yarmilla. Was that slow enough? What is... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Scott and Yarmilla started dating in high school. Oh, okay. They were high school sweethearts. Very Valentine's Day. It is a Valentine's episode. (laughs) They were married in 1976. Okay. I wasn't born yet. Me neither. Dad was. So was mom. She was born in 77. That's right. <laughs> no, that's dad. I know. That's <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we should give out their social security numbers too. Anyway, Scott was a Motorola engineer. I don't know what that means. He worked for Motorola. That's the phone, right? Yeah. Okay, like the indestructible phones. Yarmila was Yeah, a but pre- that could be anything, because that's like the brand. Yeah. So. Yarmila was a preschool teaching aide. Mm. They had a son, a daughter, and a golden retriever, and a comfortable house in Phoenix. <laughs> I had to read the word Phoenix again. Now I'm really struggling. <laughs> okay, they had a son, a daughter, a golden retriever, and a comfortable home. Right. They, they did okay. They yeah. weren't like... Well, preschool aid probably doesn't make that much. No. They weren't rich by any means, yeah. but they weren't poor. They were fine. They had a good buy. Right. They they had a they had a decent house. I mean yeah. they had a pool. Yeah. Um, I also know that, um, for reasons which I'll tell you. But uh, Scott and Yarmilla <sighs> are both forty one at the time our story takes place in okay. nineteen ninety seven. Okay. So I guess they got married when they were twenty. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. So I just told you that I couldn't add six plus one this morning, and you want me to do math like this now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, high school sweethearts, 20 years old. That, make, mean, that would make sense. Close your eyes for a minute. My eyes are closed. I'd peek at you to make sure they were closed. Close your eyes. Count the table 50 points. I spotted him because my eyes were <laughs> I want to take you back to January 16th, 1997. Okay. I'm there. It's like I'm there. I would say it was probably a little chilly, but probably not because it's Arizona and the weather there is a little warmer. Yeah, it still gets... I think... It depends on where you're at, though, I think, in Arizona. So I want you to picture... Picturing. This comfortable house. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. Okay. A pool in the yard. Uh-huh. And then a big fence. Front yard or backyard? Backyard. Okay. The big fence that separates your house from the neighbors. Okay. Now, I want you to picture yourself not in that yard, but as a neighbor next door. Okay, but there's a fence. There's a fence. Yeah. But you're a neighbor next door. No So holes? you can't see over... No, you can't see over it. I could if I had a ladder. You could if you had a ladder. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. The cat is on a very stand with breakables. What are you doing? Sniff, 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 sniff. No! no! <laughs> he put, his, put his foot on a cactus. That cactus has Get survived down. for Get so down. long. Get down. Oh my god. Get down! He's got to figure out an angle. Help him. It's okay, bud. All right. Well, anyway, January 16th, 1997. You are a neighbor door. peeping through the cracks of You're the fence. not peeping yet. Calm down. Okay, then I can't be this neighbor. You are for some reason in your yard. I don't know why, because it's supposed to be late at night. And mm, you, Taking a dog out. Taking the trash out. You're in your yard. Looking for the phoenix lights. And you hear <laughs> over the fence, looking for the phoenix lights. <laughs> They're aliens. Oh. I actually thought you said the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet, and I was like, wait a minute, how'd you fit that in? Or that. <laughs> I'm looking, okay, and? T- tell me who you are now, because I don't think you're paying attention. I'm the neighbor in the yard late at night. I'm out in my yard. There's a fence to the right that uh, on the other side lives Scott, Yamila, their son, their daughter, their dog, in this lovely, comfortable home with a pool in the backyard. Good job. I'm proud of you. So okay. I'm a bitch, but I did it, but then I just did. <laughs> I'll accept that. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, so you're in your yard, and you start hearing these, like, strange sounds coming from next door. Okay. Now, some of my sources say that this neighbor thought maybe your Mel and Scott were, like, doing it. What? Yeah, it was like a moaning, a weird moaning sound. Oh, that I'm he was da- like, this is real weird. So, what did he do? He didn't go back inside. He got a ladder and looked over the fence. I mean, I'm sorry, but I was going to say I would start peeping right then. Because, first of all... If they were doing it on Valentine's Day, no, this it takes wasn't. place in January, um, I'd be like, hey, knock that stuff Go off. Inside. Go inside. Yeah, their children are inside. Okay, but their house probably has windows. The kids just peep out. Where's mom and dad? Anyway, so he heard this weird sound, and he looked over the fence, and he saw Yarmila lying in the grass and kind of like moaning okay. and making weird sounds, but he couldn't quite see because it was dark. So he went and got a flashlight. No. Oh. Um, so before he could do anything, he saw Scott walk out of the house. And as he's walking out, the dog was barking and he kind of turned and Scott turned and like told the dog to like quiet down. Right, right, right. And then he shut the door and continued outside. He leaned over Yarmola and the neighbor then watched him 
drag her from the spot she was on the ground over to the pool, hold her head under the water, and, um, until she stopped moving. Now, that's wild. Right? Um, when did this neighbor call 911? He did call 911. Oh, somewhere okay. admits this. I mean, you have to watch, because you have the witness, but he... I mean, I guess he can't really stop him because then he'd have to jump over the fence. Well, I but... think he was also in shock a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, in the 911 call that the neighbor made, he said, the husband just threw, I believe, his wife into the pool. It looked like he was holding her under the water. The dispatcher asked if they were fighting, and the neighbor reports, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know. It's weird, and I'm really concerned. Yeah. So, uh, the police do come. Good. And when they come to the house, they find her dead in the pool. Okay. Hmm. So Scott's taken to the police station. Yeah. By Detective John Norman. Okay. So he's our guy. He's our... Um, respect. Respect. He's our detective. He's going to be working Unless the Unless he's a terrible detective. Um, I didn't have a problem with him. Okay. It wasn't like the pillow pyro where we were pissed <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> okay. So, um, Scott... Acted like it was news to him that Yermila was dead. He was like, what do you mean? I was asleep. What are you talking about? Okay. And they're like, "Mm, your neighbor saw you holding her under the water. Right. And the police then told him, we found her. She was stabbed over 40 times. Whoa. Really? And Scott's like, what are you talking about? There must have been an intruder. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you wake up to an intruder. you're neighbor saw you yeah. and then he's like you know what i must have been sleepwalking there's no way i already know what's wrong with his story right now we'll just wait yeah because i, I won't interrupt but i know adamant adamant no he tells a detective norman that he remembered yarmila watching er on the tv when he went to bed that night okay. he had been out in the yard he was trying to work on something it was like the pool pump or light okay. or something like yeah. that and he got frustrated and he got dark he came inside and was like hey i'm going to bed i'm going to bed yeah next thing he knows he said i heard the dogs go crazy i heard all the voices i came downstairs and you guys were all over me god so as far as the police could figure out this is the events that took place from what they pieced together. Okay. Yarmila was watching ER on TV and Scott was trying to fix something outside. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's believe. fine. Yeah. He said he was going to bed, but then he came back downstairs. Okay. He grabbed a flashlight and apparently a knife and okay. went back outside. He either asked Yarmila to come help him or she followed him out for some reason, was like, hey, what are you doing? Right. With that knife. With that. Well, I don't know if she saw it or He's not. like, I'm going to go kill this possum in the backyard barehanded. She went outside with him. He then stabbed her over 40 times with this knife. Oh my God. Um. He then thought he had killed her. Right. Or, so he went or back inside. He went back inside. Yeah. Did, I don't know if he thought he killed her. He went yeah. back inside. He changed his clothes, bandaged a cut on his hand from the knife, went back outside. The neighbor then saw him quiet the dog that was barking. Right. He walked over. She was still alive. Yeah. He then drug her to the pool, held her head under the water until she stopped breathing. He hid his bloody clothes and the knife in a plastic tub in his car and then went back to bed. Ain't no way he was sleepwalking. To do all of that? He was adamant. He's like, no, I was sleepwalking. Listen, ask my sister, Laura. Now, his sister, mm-hmm. Laura, said, though, this makes perfect sense. One time when we were teenagers, Scott was sleepwalking. He did this all the time. But one time I tried to wake him up. Yeah. And he was startled by her and threw her across the room. Okay, but that's a little different than stabbing someone 40 times walking inside changing your clothes bandaging your hand coming back outside deciding to drown them go back inside no ain't no way 
Well, I literally have on my screen, was he sleepwalking? Question mark, question mark, question no, mark. No, I'm done. I have so much more story. <laughs> I'm listening, I'm listening. So he flung her across the room as they were teenagers. So he said, listen, I have a history of sleepwalking, and if somebody startles me, I, I just lash out. I can't help it. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about the science of sleepwalking, because I think that's important before yeah. we get into, like, the expert Yeah, because I guess I don't really even know what it is. We learn about it a little bit in school, but we learn about sleep as a whole. So yeah. it's kind of, I'm just reviewing for myself and letting right. you know what I found online. So there are different levels of sleep. As you fall asleep, you go deeper and deeper into sleep, and then you cycle yeah. back through. Right. So uh, you have what you call non-rapid eye movement or non-REM sleep, yeah. which has three stages. And then you have REM sleep. Which is like deep sleep, Which right? is your deep sleep where your eyes move back and forth and you dream. Yeah. So in the non-rapid eye movement sleep, the this accounts for 75 to 80% of your sleep when you're an adult. You progress from stage one, the lightest level, you can wake up really easy, yeah. anything can kind of like jump you awake, right. um, to stage three, which is the deepest level, where you would be kind of hard to wake you up. Right. You'd be really, really groggy, sleep. but... Right. Yeah. Now, in stage three, your blood pressure's really low, your heart rate and breathing rate are really low, and this is your high-quality sleep. This is good stuff. Now, this is the third stage of the non-REM sleep, correct? correct? Okay. So after you go through to stage three, you move into REM sleep. Right. This is just a cycle. One, two, three, REM. REM, yeah. So in REM sleep, the electrical activity in your brain is really high. This is where you're dreaming. It kind of is, it's like your brain's awake, but your body's asleep. Right, right. So if somebody were to put a monitor on your head for the You'd electrical input. you still see stuff like firing. Right. It'd be the same as if you were sitting here awake. You get the same reading if you were asleep. Yeah. But your body is just kind of conked out. Right. So your eyes move rapidly, but other muscles in your body are paralyzed, so you're not thrashing around. Yeah. It's an opportunity for your body to rest. Yes. So it makes your voluntary movement basically impossible. Okay. Some muscles in your body will kind of twitch, um, and your breathing, your heart rate go back up. In REM? In REM. Mm. So, like your deep sleep, and then this is your reaming sleep. Your reaming sleep. It's your dreaming sleep. <laughs> Um, you have your most vivid dreaming during this time. Oh, but this isn't like your deep, deepest sleep. The third stage no. of non-REM sleep would be your deepest, and this is just, this isn't deep because your brain's working. Your brain's working. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Um, but in your level three state sleep, which is non-REM, before this, your muscles are not, like, paralyzed. Right. Yet. Okay. So during this time, level three, or stage three, this is when you get sleep talking, night terrors, and sleepwalking that occur. Ew. Because you... Uh, because your brain's off, but your body can still move. Right. Your body can still move, and you're not you're not paralyzed. Yeah. And you're almost to rim, so you, like, you kind of start to dream, but you're also like able to get up and walk. You're kind of like in between the two. Right. Right. So, sleepwalking is also called somnambulism, which is... Um, somnolence is... I'm not saying that exactly right, but that's like sleepiness yeah or being asleep and ambulism is like ambulate or walking right okay so somnambulism is also called called sleepwalking and this occurs in your stage three sleep this usually happens when you're six to twelve years old and then you grow out of it but it can happen at any age it runs in families and you can get injured doing this because you know you get up and you're walking around and you could trip over something or lose your balance and right. hurt yourself i told you this when you kind of started saying a little bit about this earlier but this whole thing reminds me of the 
if you guys have ever seen Step Brothers, where they <laughs> sleep on Christmas and the dad tries to wake him up and the one like punches him in the face. Yeah, because they're like, don't, yeah. don't try and wake him up. Right. So there are episodes of violence that can occur from this. So you try and wake somebody up and you startle them because when you're waking up from this stage, you're really, really groggy because it's your deepest sleep. It's yeah, hardest to wake you up. So mm-hmm. if you try and wake somebody up, it's very slow. It's gonna for take a while. Their facial recognition to turn back on. Okay. So really, they might see you, but they might see you as a monster, right? Or a slender man, demon, or right, it, or just like a know. stranger in general right. in their home, a stranger coming at yeah. them. They can't recognize that it's you. Mm-hmm. So it so flight or fight kicks in, right? And so they lash out sometimes. Yeah. This is why they say if someone's sleepwalking, you don't wake them up. Yeah. Like in Step Brothers, she's like, don't wake him up. She's like, don't wake him up, just let him do it. And they're like throwing Chris's presents on the bed. And he's like, no, I'm sick and tired of this. And he goes and tries to wake him up and the one uh, punches him in the face. Yep. Now, other things about this that experts say is that you don't have the facial recognition. You also can't really tell if it's day or night. This is why people like, yeah. just get up and get dressed. And oh, yeah, I've done that before. Day, even though they're sleepwalking. Or... You, like, you get up and start to get ready, and then you fully wake up, and you're like, oh, it's, like, 3 in the morning. Have you done that before? Yeah. That's wild. Okay, so you've... Or I'll be like, oh, my God. Morning. Like, I'll wake up, and I'll be like, ah, oh, time to go to work, like, in my brain. And then I, like, start to put my clothes on, and then I'm like, it's pitch black outside. <laughs> it's dark out. So you also can't make new memories during this time. So, like, okay. you don't remember that this happened. Right, right. Because you, your brain's kind of off. Your brain's in autopilot. Yeah. Basically. You're going through muscle memory motions. Right. You're not... There. Yeah. You're not making cognitive decisions. Yeah. So I want you to remember kind of the things we talked about. Right. Um, no day night awareness, no facial recognition, you can't make new memories. <gasps> oh boy howdy. You've already figured it out. Yep. Just wait. At least one thing. Don't ruin it for I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. So signs and symptoms of sleepwalking as categorized by the DSM five criteria. Now this is the criteria that you as a psychiatrist or a psychologist, you look at somebody and you say, in order to get this diagnosis, okay. you have to meet X, Y, and Z. Right. Okay. This is the, like, standard. Now, it could be you have to have three of these the five. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are the things that they say categorize a sleepwalker. Okay. You have a blank expression. Okay. You may sit up and appear like you're awake during your sleep. Oh, that's so creepy. Your eyes are open and you seem like you're awake. Right. You may walk. You can do activities such as using the bathroom, getting dressed, and driving a car. You might speak in gibberish. Oh, God, driving a car? Yeah. Oh, you, no. I guess it'd be things that, like, you do every day. Right. So, like, getting dressed, going to the bathroom, driving mm-hmm. a car, trying it's, to talk to somebody. It's almost like you're acting out your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your yeah. body, but it's not fully quite there. Quite reality. Right, right. Sorry, continue. Oh, hey, baby. Ellie's very close to me. She doesn't usually participate in the podcast. We took her, uh collar off so you can't hear her jingle jangle oh yeah yeah we took their collars off and caitlin yelled at me today because i left them off and she said they basically had a nudist party (laughs) (laughs) i did say that so you speak in gibberish yeah you're very disoriented when you wake up and you don't remember sleepwalking so these are all the things that you whenever they well of course you wouldn't remember sleepwalking because are they saying like you don't remember what happened no you don't remember what you did you just wake up and you're basically like yeah. Where am I? Where am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's three different stories. You can choose. Two of them, tell two them how to do with peeing, right? Yeah. People using the bathroom. I guess they that's one thing do. of it. <laughs> <laughs> you could, I'm just going to tell all three, and you decide what to leave it. <laughs> so, um, when we were in high school, I remember the story of one of our friend's big brothers. 
Oh, he, I don't know who he is. I, I didn't know him either. But apparently he was sleepwalking and he walked downstairs and he opened the lid of the trash can and just like peed in the trash can. That's not bad. And I think their dad is the one who like saw him doing this and was like, what are you <laughs> what are doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> and tried to wake him up, but he yeah. couldn't, whatever. So, I mean, that's a common thing. Yeah. Um, My roommate's fiance was staying over and I was sound asleep, and I heard someone walk into my room, and I look over, and I have one of those little ottomans with the, I know you know this story. It's just funny to me. Like, I don't know. Those little ottomans that have the lid on them, and you can keep, like, blankets in. in there. Yeah. Um, he walked over to it, and it was right next to my bed, because I used it to get up on my bed. And he, like, picked it up and turned around and set it down, which I thought was very strange. And he took the lid off of it, and he just started peeing into it. And I was like, what are you doing? And he turned around and looked at me and said, look away. (laughs) Was he asleep? Yes. Okay. And then he put the lid back on and walked back in and went to bed. Shut the toilet seat. Now, I took these things out and threw them away and I went back to bed and then I was asleep again and I heard him get up again. And I heard our front door close. Well, if you go outside, you can't get back Back in without a key. Right, yeah. And I knew he was in like boxers and a tank top right so i like went after him and made sure i had my keys and i was like walking around outside i couldn't find him and so i go back inside and he was walking up the stairs from like the basement level and was like oh hey how's it going and you're like where where, what are you doing what are you doing he's like going back to bed (laughs) oh my god wait so what's the story that you're gonna tell that's the story i thought you were gonna tell right okay so it was um so yeah. my my college boyfriend and his roommate and his girlfriend yeah i woke up and they're all screaming at okay or, excuse me screaming at my college boyfriend and you already said his name when oh yeah i can bleep the names out how do you believe <laughs> you just add a sound bite over it okay so we i woke up and they're all screaming at him and he's standing you you said every person's name in all your stories that you've told so far. Oh, I just figured you'd take some of them out. <laughs> no, I didn't say the roommate one. <laughs> I didn't say. Uh, I'm pretty sure you did. Do you want me to start over? You want me to keep going? No, I'll keep going. So I saw him. He was standing by the bed, and he was like, real grumpy looking. And I was like, Hey, hey, you okay? And they're still screaming. Like, you pissed in the corner. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> like gibberish, right? Yeah. You pissed in the corner. And then I could see he, like, looked up. So he, like, woke up and was like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? And they're screaming at each other. And I go over and he had pissed in the corner. And I was like, guys, you know he sleepwalks. He didn't mean to do yeah. it. And I had to, like, take him and leave yeah. because they wouldn't calm down. <gasps> I'm like, it was accord to something like yeah. it's fine. fine yeah but they were just screaming 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 and wouldn't calm down to realize he didn't know he did it yeah and so he's arguing with them because he didn't he didn't know yeah yeah also the person <laughs> i remember her telling me that sometimes he would get up out of bed walk around to her side of the bed and then just like ew, ew, ew. if someone ever did that to me we're over we can't get married i can't live with that a child nope can't do it I just want to say, I'm going to leave this in right now. I'm going to leave this in. I don't know what stories I'm choosing to keep in or what stories I am bleeping, but Whitney just outed every single person (laughs) in her story. So, Scott is saying that he was sleepwalking. Ain't no way. 
sis. So I know how he, to crack this case wide open. He sent to the Sleep Disorder Service and Research Research Center. I can't talk. Research disorder. Research disorder. Maybe I'm sleepwalking. Disorder. <laughs> Hamburger. Hamburger. In my pocket. I have two burgers. Watch the Pink Panther. <laughs> Sir, tell me what's in your pocket. Burger. Just wanted a cheeseburger. Anyway, um, they studied his brainwaves there to see if, and did like a sleep study to see yeah. if his brainwaves were in fact similar to those of sleepwalkers. And they found a lot of abnormalities consistent with people who sleepwalk. So okay, they, so what didn't match up? Did it did? Oh, oh abnormalities did. that if you were a sleepwalker, you would have the same thing. Oh, you said abnormalities that don't match up with other sleepwalkers. I'm pretty sure. Abnormalities that match up with other sleepwalkers. Got it. He didn't have a normal brain. Yeah, which we knew. Yeah. So anyway, he um, supposedly had interruptions in the phases of his sleep right before the deep dreaming stage. So he basically had interruptions in his stage three. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had weird. Brainwaves. Brainwaves yeah. that would be consistent with sleepwalking. Okay, yeah. Now, this case was like a clash of the titans. Experts were so mad at each other. They were yeah. fighting. They were calling each other unqualified, saying that they were jokes to their profession. Wow. It was wild. Now, the psychologist that testified for the defense, who's also on Forensic Files. This was a Forensic Files episode, in case you didn't know. In case you hadn't guessed by now why I'm wild about it. <laughs> uh, her name was Rosalind Cartwright. Okay. And she said, well, I've studied many sleepwalkers, and they're known to destroy their own furniture when they're sleepwalking, or even plunge their hand through a plate glass window. Okay. She's like, they have violent outbursts. Yeah. It happens. The prosecutioner oh she was for the defense she was i was like defense. what yeah. but i was like okay 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 the prosecutor was like ma'am you're a joke <laughs> he was nasty oh wow uh, i think his last name was martinez it doesn't really matter super super like it does matter sounds like badass he was like or she honey yeah he, he. honey hunty no <laughs> So, these are some of the inconsistencies. Inconsistencies. One, sleepwalkers aren't supposed to realize if it's day or night, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you grab a flashlight then? There you go. So, that's one of the things that the prosecution said. If he was sleepwalking, he wouldn't have known he needed a flashlight. Right. He wouldn't have, he would have no idea. He also changed his clothes and bandaged his hand. Right. This is really complicated for someone who sleepwalks. Sleepwalk. Yeah. You wouldn't know how to wipe your hand off clean and you put a band-aid on. You his hands on. in the sink, cleaned no it up, and put a band-aid on. That's way. very inconsistent with sleepwalkers. If they cut themselves, they just go to bed with a cut. Right. And, well, or I don't know if this is a up. thing, but, like, how did the dog barking not wake him up? That's another And he, one. like, turned and, like, said, like, stop. Right. If you don't have facial recognition and you're not able to distinguish reality, why did you turn to the dog and tell him to quiet down? Yeah. Why did that not wake you up or you lash out at the dog? Yeah. Doesn't quite make sense. And the neighbor saw him do that, so we know that that, that happened. That happened. Right, right, right. How did none of his wife struggling wake him up? Right. Because really, yeah, it's hard to wake them up, but to stab her 40 f- times. 40 times. Then drag her over the pool and drown, drown her? her? Yeah. Also, he, you're not supposed to be able to make new memories, but Scott left his wife's body, went upstairs, changed his clothes, and then came back finished the job, and then took oh. his clothes and put them in the trunk. So he, so he shouldn't have, have been able to remember to either A, come back for his wife, or B, take his clothes somewhere else. Right. It would have had to be stab, 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 change of clothes, go to bed. Or just stab, 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 go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
maybe change his clothes, but he he shouldn't have been able to quiet the dog. He shouldn't have been able to think, oh, I'm going to put my clothes and this knife in, in a, a container yeah. in the trunk yeah. of my car right. where the police won't see it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Right. So police think that what Mr. Scott Filater did was that he had heard about one of the cases that I'm going to tell you about. Because this has happened before where this has been used as a defense. Okay. So they think that he... Did all this, but then he was like, oh, shoot, well, I do sleepwalk, and I've heard a story about right. a guy who did this. They actually think it was his backup plan. Oh, So their original thought was that he went back to bed and thought, my kids will find their mom's body in the morning and think an intruder did this. Okay. Because he was in bed the whole time. Right. Whenever they were like, no, your neighbor saw you, he had to come up with something else. Oh, so if nobody would have seen him, he would have been like, it was an intruder. Right. No idea. That's what they think. Now, Makes sense. instead, they think he had heard of the case of Kenneth Parks. Okay. Now, this is one of the more well-known cases of sleepwalking being used in trial, but there have been at least 69 cases in the literature reported up to 2005. So there's been more since then, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, this case was Kenneth Parks... And it was Regina versus Parks in Canada. Okay. This Canadian man was acquitted in the 1987 murder of his mother-in-law. Okay. He said he was sleepwalking. He drove to his mother-in-law's house. Which, which he was, can drive. And that's muscle memory if you've been there before. Right. He was 14 miles away. And he's really close with his in-law. So he'd done this 100 times. 14 miles away. He strangled his father-in-law until he passed out. Bludgeoned his mother-in-law with a tire and iron. And then stabbed them both with a kitchen knife. The mother-in-law died, and the father-in-law barely survived. He then went to the police station and was confused about what had happened. And he said he was oblivious that he had severed tendons in both of his hands in the struggle. Oh, God. And he was, like, not understanding he was in pain. Um, He had a strong family history of sleepwalking and other sleep disturbances, which are called parasomnias. And so experts were able to say, okay, you can drive in your sleep. Um... He wasn't conscious during this. He didn't remember of it. He didn't even know he had severed tendons right. in his hand. And that's got to hurt. So he didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, somehow he ended up in the police station, but they yeah. basically said he wasn't conscious, so he wasn't responsible, and you can't say he's guilty. And they let him off. They said not guilty. I don't know. That sounds a little shady, though. I mean, it's wild, but if you think about it, where are the inconsistencies with sleepwalking there? I guess, but to drive that far... I guess it's like room. muscle memory, right? Yeah. Like, and then be able he got there, it. didn't understand where he was, and in his sleep, you yeah. know, did these things. Or they, they he not, he like went in, and they're like, they thought it was an intruder, so he freaked out. And, and we don't know. Attacked. And I don't know what this testimony of the father-in-law was because he survived, but I'm right. not sure. Wow. So he, so you think Scott? They think Scott heard this or had heard about it before, mm-hmm. and because it was a big deal. Right. This was a case that. You know, it happened 10 years before, but everyone had heard about it because right. this guy got off on the charges. Yeah. In fact, the case probably drug on for a while because it was mm-hmm. 87 when the murder happened. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been other cases like this that are very popular. And the Filater case with Scott and Yarmila has yeah. actually become one of the seven that, if you look up sleepwalking murders, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah. So you have the Parks case, and then you have this one, mm-hmm. the one we're talking about today. Right. You also have Massachusetts versus Terrell, which happened in 1846. Mm. Terrell was acquitted in the murder of a prostitute in Boston. He slit the woman's throat, almost decapitating her. He then set fire to the brothel, fled to New Orleans, where he was arrested. 
his lawyers, woke up in New Orleans. <laughs> his lawyer said he was a sleepwalker and perhaps committed the crime while he was asleep. The jury agreed and found him not guilty. Oh my god! Many people don't think this is true now, um, and they didn't don't buy his version of events. But it was the first U.S. legal case in which sleepwalking was used and actually succeeded as wow, a defense. Okay. So, do you know the statistics on how, like, out of those sixty nine cases, how many were? I don't know. Mm. But I mean, this is two already. Yeah. Out of the seven that I Well, that one was 1846, too, so... Well, it was the first one that we have record of that it worked. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's not a lot of forensic evidence, but... Oh, no, not at all. And and who's to say they knew the science behind it? Yeah. Uh, Fane versus Commonwealth. This is a classic case from the 1870s involving a man who fell asleep in the lobby of a Kentucky hotel. Okay. When someone tried to shake him to wake him up, he drew a gun and shot the guy (sighs) three times. (laughs) While the man who tried to wake him held him on the floor, he repeatedly le- yelled, Hoo-wee! Hoo-wee! The, he rose up, left the room, and told a witness that he'd shot someone. He was found guilty of manslaughter, but it was reversed in an appeal because there was evidence that he had a history of sleepwalking and then he had been very sleep-deprived before the attack. Now, that's something we didn't talk about, but things that can make sleepwalking worse are drinking alcohol, um, I believe doing drugs, and being sleep-deprived. Right. So, I know that the times that I saw this happen, two of the three stories, which I don't know how many you're going to keep in, but two of the three times I know friends that have done this. They were very sleep deprived. Yes. Not drunk in any way. (sighs) (laughs) Just going to sip my tea. Sip my tea and move on. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Um, State versus Bradley, a Texas man testified in the 1920s that he and his mistress were getting ready for bed when she became alarmed about an enemy who'd made a threat against him. He felt like someone was going to attack him, so he went to bed with a pistol. Okay. He heard a noise, jumped up, and fired shots. Then he found himself and got reconciled, is what his quote is. What? Found himself and got reconciled. He he basically, like... Realized what happened. Realized Woke what up. was going on okay. and, like, gained his composure. Yeah. He lit a lamp and realized his girlfriend was dead at the foot of the bed. He was convicted of murder, but the conviction was reversed in an appeal. The jury had been informed that there was a possibility that he was asleep when this happened and fired the shots while in a solemn, ambulistic state. Sleepwalking. Okay. Yeah. I wonder why the guy... I don't remember his name... Went to the Olympics, had two amputated legs, ran in the Olympics, yeah. killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he didn't say that he was sleepwalking. What did he say happened? He said that he woke up and that his girlfriend was gone. No, he woke up and thought there was someone in the house. Mm-hmm. Didn't even check if his girlfriend was in the bed or not. Thought it was an intruder. He like shot through the and, wall. Like, and like shot through, through right? the bathroom door. Yeah. And killed her. And he could have been. Maybe he didn't even realize. I don't know. I have no idea. Is that what happened? Did they find him guilty? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Ooh. I don't remember that story. I know what you're talking about, but like, I don't yeah. remember. Pennsylvania versus Rickskers. R-I-C-K-S-G-E-R-S. Rickskers. Cool. <laughs> In 1994, this man was convicted of the murder of his wife. He claimed he accidentally killed her while sleepwalking. His defense... Lawyer said that he had a medical condition, sleep apnea, so he snored a lot and basically yeah. would stop breathing in sleep, which also can so cause... So didn't give you good sleep. Right. It can also cause interruptions in your stage three mm-hmm. sleep, so it can cause sleepwalking. 
the prosecutors presented that, no, he was just really upset with his wife. He knew she was going to leave him. Oh. He said he awoke to found a gun in his hand and his wife bleeding in the bed beside him. Uh-oh. He might have dreamed about an intruder breaking in. That didn't really make the jury very impressed, and they sentenced him to life in prison without parole. Wow. One more. It was like, how many of these did you write down? There's seven altogether, including the one that we're talking about today. That's right. Why these seven? The most famous ones. These are the ones, if you Google sleepwalking murders, these are like the ones that you hear about. Yeah, okay. So, California versus Ritz. Ritz. R E I T Z. Stephen Ritz killed his lover. (laughs) Eva. That's it. Stop. Eva Wayne Furtner. Full stop. Frank Furtner. Wayne Furtner. W E I N. She died. Have some respect. I'm really sorry. Stephen Reitz killed his lover, Eva Wienfurtner, a married woman in her 40s, during what was supposed to be a romantic evening on Catalina Island. Back to Step Brothers, mm-hmm. the Catalina wine mixer. This was in 2001. He smashed her in the head with a flower pot, leaving shreds in her scalp, dislocated her arm, punctured her with a plastic fork, fractured her wrist, ribs, jaw, facial bones, and skull. Punctured her with a plastic fork? Yep. He was wielding a pocket knife, left three gaping wounds on the back of her neck. He told the police he had no memory of the attack, though he had flashbacks and recalled believing that he was in a scuffle with a male intruder. Hmm. He had worked as a commercial fisherman and told police that the knife wounds on her neck were nearly identical to those that a fisherman would use to kill sharks. So he said that it must have been an intruder, or he thought it was with an intruder and that he thought he was like fighting a shark. Okay. Um, his parents said he'd been a sleepwalker since childhood. Jury didn't buy it. He was convicted of first-degree murder. And this decision was influenced by the defendant's history of violence towards his girlfriend. Right. Okay. So. There was even an incident where he had broken into her apartment with a knife and told her that he was going to gut her like a fish. Okay. Well, <laughs> nice try, bud. And then he kind of. Yeah. Well, I'm saying nice try with the sleepwalking yeah, thing. Bit. So what happened to Scott? Well, that's the next bullet on my paper is, do you think he was found guilty? Yes. So the prosecutor thought he had must have heard of this Canadian case where the man was acquitted, yeah. Mr. Parks, and that used this as his backup plan after the, well, it's probably an intruder fell through when the neighbors saw him. The jury took only eight hours to find him guilty. Yes. His kids testified that he was a good dad, and he was very loving. He was good to their mom. And um, Garmilla's mother, which would have been his mother-in-law, stated that her grandkids loved him very much. She had never thought there was any problems in the family. And um, the kids would want to visit him. So they decided against the death penalty, and he was sentenced to life in prison without parole. He's still in an Arizona state prison, and if you look this up, you can find his prison inmate number, which I don't think is actually, I don't, I don't think know. you can do that, but I found it. Um, he still maintains his innocence to this day, and he says, quote, I have no memory of what happened. One thing I do know is that I love my wife. I've tortured myself a hundred times with thoughts of what thoughts of what I must have been doing and what must have been going through her mind when she was being attacked by me. It had to have been terrifying, confusing, and a painful experience for her. I wonder if they found any evidence of other issues going on with them. Do you know? If you look through the different resources, you'll see where everyone said there was no problems in their marriage. Um, There was not even a ripple of 
discomfort in the household. Mm. On Forensic Files, they kind of said they looked to see if, you know, maybe there was financial problems or if maybe he had a girlfriend or if he got in trouble at work. And I couldn't find anything. Um, They couldn't really find anything either. Now, they did say at one point that he was of a background where he wanted to have more kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And your Miller was done having kids. Mm-hmm. So that's like the only possible motive that they could find. Right. But there wasn't. It, this is one of the stories that when you read about it, people are like, there's no motive. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense for me that he did all of that, all of that, mm-hmm. and didn't wake up. Didn't wake up. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Yeah, and some people say, well, maybe he stabbed her, went back outside, had woken up, realized, oh, my gosh, I stabbed her, and then panicked and was like, I got to cover this up. Yeah, that's true. That would make more sense. Because, like, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. Because how long would that have taken? You know what I mean? Like, not that long, but to change even, that would take a couple minutes. Change clothes, bandage your hands. Right. Hide the evidence. Grab a flashlight. Yeah, like. Well, the flashlight he had first. Well, even to get that, though, is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, to go get that and a knife, stab her over 40 times, uh, go back upstairs, Mm -hmm. change your clothes, come back outside, drown her, go back into the house, get your clothes. You know what I mean? Like, that is just so much. It was too much. That's kind of why I listed the steps of what they think happened. And I have, like, 14 steps listed out, which was very vague and, and yeah. I filed it down a lot, but still, it's so complicated for someone who's sleepwalking. sleepwalking. Yeah. I can almost understand Mr. Parks driving mm-hmm. 14 miles because it was a route that he knew. Well, yeah, and if it's but, quiet, but as soon as someone starts yelling or the dog barking, I feel like that's going to trigger you to start waking right. up. Why didn't the dog cause him to wake up? Yeah. Why didn't him stabbing her cause him to wake yeah. up? Yeah, because I'm sure she said something or yelled something. You know what she I mean? had to have yelled. If the neighbor yeah. heard her screaming, yeah, he heard her. Yeah. So, it's just too many things that don't fit the norm for sleepwalking. Yeah. Although, they don't even understand exactly how it happens. Like, they do, but really, it's still kind of a mystery. And how do you say who you hold responsible and who you don't when you've let some people off before? True. Well, that's this thing about the jury. It depends on who's on the jury. Because does the jury... Because if I was on the jury, I, I don't believe it. No, I mean, you said immediately there's I no said, way. I said there's no way. Now, the problem here is, you know, you have experts saying he fits the qualifications for sleepwalking. Yeah, like, but, defense, but he's breaking the same rules that they say sleepwalkers will follow. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know his brain does that, but at the same time, they're saying, oh, they can't distinguish between day and night. Well, he got a flashlight. So the problem with that is, you know, you have uh, Miss Cartwright, the psychologist for the yeah. defense, saying... Well, you can commit acts of violence, yeah. and you can be aroused. You're not easily aroused. And she was saying one thing. The prosecutor was saying, "Yeah, but yeah, yeah but yeah, but." So you didn't have experts saying both sides. Both sides. Right. So then it's like, okay, do you look at who's more qualified? Do you just say, okay, who do we believe? Yeah. Do you? I, I think the jury did a great job of looking at everything together yeah. and saying. Look, this is what you've given us, and yeah. this is what we think. Right. Even though, even though there was no motive, they still found him guilty based on the science mm-hmm. behind it, which I think is wild. Yeah, yeah, that is really interesting. Scary to think we're 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 approaching Valentine's Day, and you never know. 
What? The person sleeping next to you could just sleepwalk one day. Cooper? I don't think Cooper sleep. I don't think the cat. Cooper's my cat. I don't think my cat sleepwalks. I'm kind of worried now because you just said you kind of sleepwalk. No, I've only done it like once or twice. But that's not even really sleepwalking. Like, like I wake up. I don't wake up, but I like get up and like start getting dressed. But like I know I'm getting dressed, and then I just like fully wake and up, and I'm like, oh, shoot, it, yeah. Which is another thing too. I think it's just like I'm so tired, and I'm not fully woken up yet yeah. that I I've never you really like, like done stuff that I don't mm-hmm. remember. So anyway, I'm sorry this wasn't very lovey-dovey. <laughs> Do you think, after listening to this story, that you'll still sleep as a snug as a bug in a rug? Or will it keep you up at night? Or will it cause you to sleepwalk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll cause me to sleepwalk. Um, it's just interesting, I don't know, about the sleepwalking thing. But I've never really sleptwalk, and I've never really experienced anyone sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've never... Like, not to my knowledge, you've ever slept. Like, I don't, you know what I I mean? So, I think it kind of creeps me out because, like, if it did happen, I think I'd be, like, Mm -hmm. super freaked out by it Mm -hmm. because I don't, that, I don't mess with that. But. You know what? What? Now's the time. What? I have a good story that we can tell. Mom's just going to be really angry. It's not about sleepwalking, but it is about sleep talking. (laughs) (laughs) You tell it. You think it's great. So. We went on vacation. If you're still listening, good, because this is the best part of the episode. We went on vacation in Maine, and we were staying, Caitlin, myself, and our parents. Yeah. We were staying in one big room. Caitlin and I were on separate beds, and my parents were on a bed. Were we on separate beds? Yeah. We were on either side of the room, mm-hmm. and then their bed was here. I just always assume we share a bed. <laughs> no, because you were like this. And trying to find your phone charger, and that's a whole other part of the story. I was trying to... No, I was trying to... No, I was trying to find headphones because our DAD... (laughs) He was snoring so much, he was literally shaking the house. I can't... Like, it's fine, I get it, but... And I... It used to be fine, I think, but now that we don't live at home, I don't hear it all the time. Because I sleep right next to the room, so I hear it all the time at home. But, like, when I'm not used to it, I'm not around it when I'm at school, it just is so loud to me that I can't. He has sleep apnea. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. You know this. I've said this to you before. (laughs) He tries really hard. If you tell me he was snoring, he'd be like, no, sleeping on my side. (laughs) (laughs) We love you so much. Anyway. Anyway. So, we're in Maine. We were at, um, we were staying on the beach next to a lighthouse. It was a bed and breakfast, but yeah. it was the light, the old house of the lighthouse keeper. Yeah, and we Haunted had, like, joked that it was, sure. no, we, it wasn't. We joked that it was, but the people were like, no, that it's not haunted. The people that ran it. They have to say that. So, they're like, no, it's not haunted. So, another box, so dad snores. We know this. Mom, I love you, please don't be angry. <laughs> Mom has figured out through the years of being married to dad that if she starts to have a bad dream, somehow, I don't know the science behind this, but she'll snort. Like, well, she'll just make a noise. She'll make a noise, and Dad will hear her and wake, and wake up. her up. Because he'll wake up, and then he'll wake her up. Right, and he'll know. It's oh, like she's the one noise dream. that she makes that he is like, oh, oh, I'm up. Like I'm up. I don't know why, because they can't because hear they've slept in the same bed for how long? <laughs> Longer than we probably think. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, how much of this episode do we have to cut out? Okay, so we're all in the same room. Dad's snoring. For some reason, he kind of like quieted down for a minute. But I heard, Probably because I was rustling through all my stuff. I heard 
mom making this sound. Oh, I don't remember and this. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. Because I'm thinking, okay, dad's going to wake her up. Yeah. Dad didn't wake her up. And right. she kept doing it. And so I go, mama, hey, mom, it's okay. It's just a bad dream. And at the same <sighs> time I say this, she goes, <gasps> Whitney, do you see him? Standing over there in the corner? Can't you see him? And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Every time you tell this story, you add on a phrase that she says. I don't think she said all of that. No, she said, Whitney, can't you see it over there in the corner? That's exactly what she said, if you really want to know. But the first part, she's like, oh, Whitney, can you see it over there in the corner? And I'm going, oh, and I know you heard it. I, did you hear her say that? Or yeah, you just heard me like, yeah, no, I, I'm sure I did. I think I was so mad that, like, the... That I couldn't find my headphones. I We're just turning didn't on care. Lights. We're freaking out. And mom goes, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was just a bad dream. Oh. And dad goes, what's going on? <laughs> and we try and tell him. And his response is, hey, 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 save your stories. And he literally rolled back over and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Caitlin's ever been so angry. <laughs> I was so, I didn't sleep at all that night. I was so mad. Just because I sleep all the time, and so I'm, like, super grumpy if I don't sleep well. Like, I don't want to do yeah. anything. Like, you're, I just get pissed off at everything. You're used to having more sleep hours than he probably is. Uh, yeah, he gets, like, five a night. Yeah, because he wakes himself up with yeah. his no, he, stopping he watch, breathing. No, he watches movies at bed late, and then he gets guts to wake up for work. The later you stay up reading books, the more sleep-deprived you're going to be, and your chances of sleep rocking, walking are going to go up. That makes me more concerned for you. My safety. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I won't be reading any more books for a while because, you know what, don't even get me started. <laughs> anyway. Did you answer my question? Yeah, I said I don't think I'll sleepwalk more. It does freak me out, but... But will you sleepwalk less? <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> I you wouldn't know you did it if you did. Okay, but I've only ever lived alone once, and nobody else has ever said anything. They were afraid of you. <laughs> I'm afraid of you. No, I'm just kidding. You're afraid of me when I'm awake. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> no, I, it, it creeps me. Like, it just, because I don't like the dark, which is, like, its own problem. I don't either. So, I like, don't... to think of someone I know just coming into my room at night and just, like, standing there or doing something, like, that makes no sense and me being like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And then, like, not saying anything, that freaks me out. Or if they go, look away! Yeah, like, like any of that stuff that doesn't make any sense, like, and and, and I would probably be like, oh, they're sleepwalking, but at the same time, like, I just don't. That freaks me yeah. out. The, the thing about my experience is the two where I was present at the time that it happened, I knew that person sleptwalked from stories yeah. I had heard. So, so you um, automatically were like, well. I knew what was going on. I just don't really know what to do about it. My thing was more like, make sure they're safe. Try and de-escalate the situation. Yeah. Get rid of the blankets that have pee on them. Like. <laughs> get rid of the carpet that has pee on them. <laughs> Wiped yeah. down all the... It was like a computer cord on a phone charger. It was fine. It was nothing that was gonna yeah. be hurt. Um, but yeah, I don't... You know what? If I was ever sleepwalking, if I was a sleepwalker, I think that my life-size John Cena cardboard cutout would be destroyed by now. Because think about it. If I was li- lived by myself and I like got up and sleepwalked, 
and I like turned the corner and saw this life-size Yeah, person, that's true. You'd punch it in the throat. I'd be like, what on the cats? No, I mean, I don't think I ever sleep well enough to sleepwalk. Because I think the cats are always waking me up a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. every time I roll over, I'm like, oh, don't knee him. I don't think that way. Oh, man. Anyway, I feel like this has gone on really long. Um, what did you think of my bad. story? It was good. It was good. Sleepwalking just, it, it creeps me, again, it creeps me out knowing that, like, not that I could do it, because, like, I won't remember it, so it's whatever, but that if somebody were to just, uh, if you were to walk in my room at night and just, like, not stare at me. I do that sometimes during the night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, it was a cool story. I've been thinking about this since I saw the Forensic Files episode. I think he did it. Which is called, like, Nighttime Terror or something, if you really want to look it up. Um, I'll post all my resources, or Caitlin will post all my resources. (laughs) On our website, bugandarug.podbean.com. And if you want to reach out with, to us and tell us if you've ever sleptwalked or oh, if you know somebody yeah. who sleepwalks. Yeah, tell us a sleepwalking story. Tell us a sleepwalking story. Mom, Dad, tell me if I've ever sleptwalked. That'd be wild. I swear one of us did one time. I thought you did one time, but I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, send us your sleepwalking stories. You can send us out on or Twitter. Or sleep talking. Or sleep talking. That can be creepy, too. Uh, my freshman year, uh, Scrimpy and Pete r- shared a room together, and Pete would have night terrors all the time. And they lived on bunk beds. Scrimpy said it was terrifying. Uh, tell us your stories at BIAR Podcast. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. You can email us, BIARpodcast at gmail.com. Or send us a Facebook message at Bug and Rug. We want to hear from you. Yeah, we still have stickers. We want to give you... Hey... You know what shape our stickers are? Hearts for Valentine's Hearts Day. Hearts for Valentine's Day. Okay, how about this? How about this? You're making them a deal? Yeah, I'm making everybody a deal because I know that more than seven people listen to this podcast. Hold on, hold on. We gotta, I'm sorry, this is running a bit long, but how, how can you guys please send me and explain to me how we have 25 listens on Princess Diana Part 1 and 37 on Princess Diana Part 2? Did you guys not want to hear about how fashion forward she was? <laughs> we have Excuse almost, me? We have more listens on the second one than the first one. So people just skip the first one? Or I guess they might have listened to the second one twice. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm going to make a deal. I'm going to make a deal. If you've made it this far... You don't, no way. <laughs> you don't even have to rate us on iTunes or Facebook. Wow. You just have to tweet at us. Like, use our at. B-I-A-R podcast. At B-I-A-R podcast. Tweet at us. <laughs> post a Facebook post about us. Tag us in it. Just say yes or no. The question is, do you sleepwalk? Just <laughs> say <laughs> yes or no. Just tweet yes or no and tag us. Or, or I mean, make an Instagram post about us. I don't really know how you would do that. I mean, you can if you want to. Post a video of you sleepwalking on your Instagram and tag us. Post a picture of you pretending to sleep. (laughs) Or walking around with your eyes closed. (laughs) Sleepwalkers have their eyes open, though. Never mind. Walking around. Post a video of you walking around with your eyes open. Just tag us, and we will tag us, and we will reach out to you, and we will get you a sticker. 
Why? That's easy. Why don't you want stickers? That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should make it a little easier. We still need their address. Yeah, but the if they tag us in it, we'll ju- I'll just message them. Ask them for their address. Hey, saw your thing. Thanks a lot. What's your address? We're coming to get you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> coming to get coming you. Coming to get you. You won't sleep tonight. <laughs> all right. I think that's all. Thanks for your story. It was very good. I'm glad you liked it. You've done a lot of hard work over the last couple of weeks, and I'm glad that I could contribute. <laughs> Finally. Now it's time for me to go edit this. We can edit together. Just kidding. I'm the just kidding. family that edits together sleepwalks together. What? <laughs> How wild would it be if you had two sleepwalkers in the same house at the same time? Well, could they fight each other? <laughs> hey, how many sleepwalkers does it take to not be in a trash can? <laughs> no, no, no. How many sleepwalkers does it take to find the actual toilet? No, I mean, I don't know if that's possible. There's no is. number. It's wild to me. They just think anything's a toilet. Anything that looks remotely like it. <laughs> None of those things look remote. A corner in a room. It's like a urinal, I guess. I, I don't guess. Know. Anyway, we're signing off. <sighs> Happy. <laughs> you can skip me. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Hey, guys, we hope to see to hear from you soon and give you yeah. stickers. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, signing off. My name's Caitlin. I'm Whitney. And bye. Sleepwalk tight. <laughs>